0: To learn more about this, you can visit guthealingbundle.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can people with thyroid conditions eat cruciferous vegetables? So the reason for this question is because cruciferous vegetables are considered to be goitrogens, which potentially inhibit thyroid hormone production. So I am looking at a document from the NIH and it's on dietary goitrogens. And there's three different categories that it lists. So one is the cruciferous vegetables. So we got cabbage, kale, cauliflower, broccoli, turnips. And so these cruciferous vegetables contain glucosinolates, metabolites compete with iodine for thyroidal uptake. So the concern with cruciferous vegetables is that they will interfere with iodine metabolism and iodine is important when it comes to thyroid hormone production. So especially if someone is iodine deficient, then potentially cruciferous vegetables can be problematic. Now, I will say that in most cases, cruciferous vegetables won't pose a problem to people with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions, including hyperthyroidism, those with hypothyroidism, so when it comes to hyperthyroidism, some people actually want to know if eating cruciferous vegetables can actually help to lower thyroid hormone levels. And and the answer in most cases is no. I've actually experimented with it. So this is something that usually isn't effective in people with hyperthyroidism. And when it comes to those with Hashimoto's, of course, they're concerned that they'll become If they are overtly hypothyroid, that they will become even more overtly hypothyroid. Or if they're subclinical hypothyroid, that they'll become overtly hypothyroid. But once again, in most cases, people will be fine. There might be a few exceptions. If someone has a severe iodine deficiency, then it's possible that eating cruciferous vegetables will cause problems. And then if someone's eating very large amounts, so if someone's eating like five cups of raw broccoli per day or just raw cruciferous vegetables per day, then once again, it might cause problems. But usually we see the opposite problem as far as people eating vegetables. Usually people aren't aren't eating enough vegetables. Most people aren't eating too many cruciferous vegetables. And of course, listen to your body. If you eat any, really any food, but in this case, cruciferous vegetables, let's say that you're eating some broccoli and you feel that your thyroid's swelling, which I've had some people tell me, then maybe it's best not to eat cruciferous vegetables or at least limit the quantity of cruciferous vegetables. So when it comes to the dietary goitrogens, cruciferous vegetables are one category. Another category is soy as well as millet. And so the mechanism here is that the flavonoids impair thyroid peroxidase activity. So thyroid peroxidase, also known as TPO, is an enzyme that's important for the production of thyroid hormone. And then the other category of goitrogenic foods include cassava, lima beans, linseed, sorghum, and sweet potatoes. And so these contain cyanogenic glucosides, and they are metabolized to thiocyanates that compete with iodine for thyroidal uptake. Once again, I have a lot of people that eat sweet potatoes, some people that eat cassava. And so most of the time, these foods will not cause problems in people with different types of thyroid conditions. Once again, with hyperthyroidism, definitely not a concern because people with hyperthyroidism many times will welcome lower thyroid hormone levels. The concern is mainly with those with hypothyroidism Hashimoto's. And and so unless if someone is eating an excessive amount of these foods, Or again, maybe if they have a severe iodine deficiency, then in these situations we might see problems. But otherwise, most people are able to eat a normal amount of cruciferous vegetables as well as sweet potatoes, cassava. Now soy is a different story. I usually do recommend for people to avoid soy for other reasons. It's not just that it has goitrogenic properties. And same thing with millet. Usually I recommend people to avoid grains at least initially while trying to restore their health. I think in the future, it's fine for some people to eat organic fermented soy as well as some grains. I definitely don't think it's a life sentence where everybody needs to avoid soy on a permanent basis or millet. Other practitioners might might disagree. So just to summarize, cruciferous vegetables in normal amounts are okay for most people with hyperthyroidism and Hashimoto's and cassava, sweet potatoes, are also okay for most people with these conditions. These others like lima beans, um, sorghum, those I actually usually recommend to also take a break from initially while trying to restore one's health. And the same is true with soy and millet. So eventually most of these foods that are avoided could be reintroduced, but they're not avoided because they're goitrogens. They're avoided for different reasons. And I'm not gonna get into the reasons here. So that's my response to the question, can people with thyroid conditions eat cruciferous vegetables? The answer is yes. I hope you found this episode to be valuable and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit savemythyroidchecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. One thing I forgot to mention is that if you cook cruciferous vegetables, that will reduce the goitrogenic properties. I'm sure some people have that question. How about if I cook them? So for example, if you eat broccoli, I would say lightly steam the broccoli for a couple of minutes. You don't want to cook them too much because that will result in a loss of nutrients, but if you are wondering whether or not cooking the vegetables decreases the goitrogenic properties, the answer is yes. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune-modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatoimmune Supreme, visit savemythyroid.com forward slash liver support.